Welcome back to the Car Cafe with George and Mason. Hey. And oh, we hope you enjoyed that new jingle that happened for two episodes in a row, but we're only now mentioning talking it. about. Yeah. I worked hard on that. Please like yeah. it. <laughs> and we're only talking about it now because... We forgot to talk about it the last one. And yeah, probably nobody noticed. Yeah. But hey. <laughs> now um, I talked about it. What's going on? Been a while. It's, it, it has been a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a minute, hasn't it? <laughs> Literally, yeah. for, for for some for just some quick context, we ep- we filmed like two episodes at a time. So, uh, well, no, no, we don't. George, don't ruin the magic it's for fine. the kids. Like <laughs> Santa's real. God, he is. Why is that? Y- yeah. Y- Why are you bringing that up? So how about the Toronto Auto Show, eh? Yeah. Um, so I was going to talk about up, that yeah. today. Oh, um, so I told you a minute ago. Pretty cool. I managed to get uh, insider access to the uh, to the media day. Must be nice. Yeah. I, I was denied. <laughs> My condolences. Yeah. Hopefully well, that's this, all right. Hopefully if this podcast gets big enough, Mason can go. Please subscribe yeah, so that poor please Mason. Make it in the next week, if we just get like enough subscribers, then maybe I can go, right. said the CEO of CIAS. C- this, the CEO of Cars. Cars. <laughs> <laughs> so I've I've got the I've got the it's gonna this one's gonna be a little bit laid back where we're just kind of you know two friends talking about cars. Well, actually, yeah. Speaking of that, how, how's your how's your Volkswagen been? It's, it's been a few weeks, uh, two weeks, three weeks. It's been good. Here's a big sigh coming. <laughs> if if anyone isn't watching this, his chest just enlarged very much. There 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 have been a couple of quirks that I've noticed. I think besides this, the infotainment not lighting up. No, no, no. I think this is mostly to do with the fact that it's a small car, and NVH is harder to do in a small car. So, like, I've noticed just a couple of like clicks or rattles over very sharp bumps. I don't remember if where that's just normal, right? Like, like in the rear end, or or sorry, no, the, like in but, the interior. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere. I, I mean, like in like the trunk or something. Like you got like a panel the rattling dashboard. back there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's like towards the glove box. So either hmm. something in my glove box is rattling around or there's you a know what? that's just a bit loose. You know what bugs the... Six months this has been going on. Every time I take a corner hard in my truck, something in the interior goes whoosh. It, sli- it sounds like it's sliding across the dash from one end to another. I can't find it. It's not in the glove box. It's not the wheel lock key. It's not... The pack of gum in the center console is not. I can. There's nothing in the cup so holders. Take it. In, take it in. Record the. No, so okay. You know what? What? Hold on. One no. Of my, one of my tech friends. One of my technician friends said the best when he was working for Mercedes. He said the best thing that customers could possibly do was record the noise, and document under what conditions you could hear them, and then and then give that to the tech. Because I did that. There's a curse. There's for, a curse for wherever friends, you have an auto tech. Sitting in the car, it doesn't make the noise anymore. Yes, because I brought my truck in for like 90 different things that I'm like, it's not working right. <laughs> and they're like, couldn't replicate it. Who who does he work for? Right now? Yeah. Me. No. That's not I'm helpful. kidding. Not not me. He he, he works. He, he's he's our lab technician. But he's not like technician anywhere else? Like, nope. Um, he still does a lot of technician related work. But now, now he's like a facilities manager. But he, he can't warn. He can't warranty my truck, eh? No. <laughs> if you, if you can find out someone reputable in the dealership to. Here's to do here's my truck. another funny issue that has happened once and never again. Mm. I had a friend. I had a bunch of friends in the car, and we were going out for sandwiches. <laughs> like six. <laughs> well, no, I had I had Plus, like yeah. one in each seat, <laughs> and and. <laughs> The driver's side rear door, for some... It was really cold that day, so I'm going to guess the temperature had something to do with it. Mm. He couldn't get out of the car. Hmm. You know that feeling you get on your door handle when, it, like, the door's locked and you try to open it? Yeah, it's just, like, it not... It just doesn't it's do just anything. Dead. Yeah. He just... That's what it felt like. And I checked the child lock, and I'm like, it's not engaged. So I but, took it... But open from the outside? It opened from the outside just fine. So huh. I, I, I checked it. It was fine. And then I took it to the dealer, and they're like, we, we don't know. But they're like, don't worry. If this ever happens again and we do catch the issue, no matter what, we'll do it for free. I well, like. I, hope how, so. <laughs> I, I like how I've been treated because I I think they uh. I think dealerships tend to treat their higher end car customers a little bit better. And You're I driving can say a this golf because my friend told me that this was true. No, it's a golf, but it's a GTI. That's 
it's one a of golf Vol- one of volkswagen's most expensive models in north america in that segment <laughs> i mean the, in north I'm america the, sure golf, the, the golf the, is only the sold Touareg cost more than that there's no Touareg here anymore it's the atlas oh my god pretty sure the atlas costs more than that it does yeah it's like that one of the most expensive vehicles well, okay, but th- like that's, also, that's also the only one that's built in Germany. It's the only Volkswagen that's built in oh. Germany. Oh, from overseas. Well, that's, that's why it doesn't work. It's been banged around so much. Freaking got caught in the the canal of Giza or wherever Egypt is. Suez Canal? Yeah. Doesn't the, need to the, go the, there. The Squeezy <laughs> Canal. <laughs> squeezy Canal. Yeah, it's like <laughs> other than that, other than those two very what minor issues. What are we issues, talking about? It's been an absolutely fantastic car. How's the mileage been? Really good. Mm. I, I I do do some spirited driving. Oh, I know. Yeah, the first day you brought it home, you're like, I know there's only 12 kilometers on it, but let's floor it. Let me no, show no, you no. the kickdown switch. Now, now I have now <laughs> I have 2400. Sorry, quick side note. Okay. My girlfriend's Mazda uh-huh. three. Yeah. Sport. Yeah. Kickdown switch. No. Honest, really? I try. I, I I did it the other day, just like just for fun. I'm like flooring, and then I felt a click. I'm like, no. Oh. Then for I those, did it okay. a few more times. I'm like, click, click, click. I'm like, for, for those of you that don't know, a kick down switch is when you 100% throttle your pedal, and it feels like there's a little button at the end. It's mm-hmm. not really a button, but that's that's what it feels like. It kind of is, isn't it? Or or is it just something in like the different the brands pedal. do it different ways? It's just like a little plastic. Like just like a little switch, in oh, okay, the, where yeah, just like, once it goes past that, the see, potentiometer yeah. kind of sees that it went. What that does is it essentially goes to the it goes into like low sport mode, lowest available right? gear. Yeah, where it just well, like, it, yeah, yeah, true. Okay, that's what it does, and then yeah. it just it puts you in like a but crazy it, torque. But it band does it, you, yeah, it, it does it in such a way where it's like if you were just like regularly accelerating hard. Then your car is kind of like figuring out which gear you want to be in. Yeah, it doesn't it'll really still know. shift a bit earlier, but like yeah. when you kick down switch, it'll take you to that. But red it's line. like, oh, he's trying to pass. He's Brr. trying to drive fast. Stupid. You know? Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. Anyways, I don't use the kick down switch though. I put it in manual. I do and now. Then I floor it. <laughs> I drop a gear and disappear. <laughs> fantastic car mileage. I've been getting on average for the last two thousand kilometers eight point six liters per one hundred kilometers with spirited driving. On the highway, That's I'll get good. in the highway. I'll get something like low sevens, low mm. sevens and high high yeah. sixes. Fantastic! It's really good. The tank is small. I will admit, it's like forty liters. Oh, forty something liters. Wow. My Chrysler two hundred had like fifty. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty sure my Mazda six 2011 had like an had like an eighty liter tank. Right, it, it was ridiculous. I'm <laughs> like, I'm like one like the first time I tried to fill it, it was like going, 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 and like before you know, I'm paying a hundred and ten dollars for gas. No, every time and then I it fill lasts up, like two weeks. I'm like, oh, okay. every time I fill up, I, I think I fill up for like sixty bucks nowadays, hmm. which relatively really isn't so bad. We need to get back to talking about the auto show. You got me on a tangent talking about my own car. That's <laughs> not what people are here for. Well, I, I, I tangent was... is literally in the description. I don't think it is, but I'll add no, it. Yeah, well, well, just put, just put, just put it in I'll the it. put it in the episode description. I was able to get to the schedule for the media day for the mm-hmm. auto show because uh, a bunch of friends and I are going. Let me let me let me let me tell you the schedule. First of all, it starts with a breakfast. Hey, mm. right? Early morning, seven a.m. <laughs> oh. so As a to, journalist, I gotta go to Toronto at seven a.m., which is fine. Uh, welcome remarks, whatever. And then the opening, uh, for 20 minutes, the Rimac Nevera Grand Touring Automobiles and mm. Richard Hammond. We all know how he is with Rimac. He's developed He's a bond with them with after it? blowing one of their cars. With, huh? He's with it? He's with that and, uh, and he's got a couple of other things. That one of them is- $10 says he's going to make some sort of joke or anecdote or something relating to his crash in the Rimac I'll years take that ago. Action. I'll take that action. Yeah. Um, now, here's... here's he, the manufacturing tour commences at 9 in the morning. What that is, is going to be, uh, I guess, all of the journalists being escorted around to different brands to see what they've got going on. Man, that's going to be boring. <laughs> 
you can't go on your own free well, will. Each, each, no, no, no. You can at one point, but like, let me not yet. Let me do this at one. Well, let me do this one at a time. They kind of tell you what each brand is going to talk about, mm-hmm. but a lot of these are quite elusive. Now, the first thing at nine ten in the morning is Porsche with a global debut. Now, this is where okay. I want to. This is where I want to play the guessing game. It's a global debut. They've chosen Toronto to debut a car to the world. They didn't do Detroit, eh? I went to I went to Detroit for the auto show. I am never going again. It was horrible. Way, way, way smaller than Toronto. No. I'm dead serious. Ah. Okay. I was actually so unbelievably surprised. Hmm. Anyways, we'll we'll talk about that later. Well, I will get to that this episode. What on earth? Oh, do you know what I think it is? <laughs> you know Another think? tangent. Do you know what I think Porsche what? could be bringing? Uh, is it an SUV? Yes. Electric? Yes. It's the Macan. Macan EV. I don't like the way that thing looks. Well, wait a minute. If, if they've already unveiled it, then it's not a deb- debut. It says auto show debut. So what I'm thinking is, is that's the first time it'll be at an auto show. Oh, like... By the way in, that they're wording it. In person? Like... They haven't, like, actually brought it out in person to anybody yet, have they? I don't think so. It's just been photos and... Just in photos and... and uh, maybe okay. the Frankfurt Auto Shine. I don't remember if that's happened yet. Uh, Whatever. Um, well, okay, so it's probably the Macan EV. Yeah, and then two Canadian debuts, which means those are cars that have been out already, but haven't seen Canadian soil. So I'm not sure what those could be. I, I couldn't tell you, to be honest. The Tiguan. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically a Porsche, right? Yeah. And by that logic, my GTI is a Bugatti. Oh, my God. Um, okay, after Porsche, yep. VinFast. Oh. <gasps> Sorry. Wait, what? VinFast? Yeah, but... What Canadian debut. They debuted last year. That's what I'm confused about. So maybe it's another model? Because as far as I know, they only make SUVs. They had like 16 models at the, the show last year. They were there last year? Yeah, front and center. What? I don't remember that. Oh, the, they Maybe were I didn't there. pay attention. I saw them. I'm like, what the hell no, is you're this? you're right. They were there. Yeah. But I didn't give a damn. I didn't know what they were. I'm like, I've, I saw them. Where, where, where were they from? I didn't, I didn't even know that. I'm like, My first interaction with them was at, um, uh, what what's it called? C- CES? No. Uh, the X, the thing that happens in Toronto. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what it's called. The X. Isn't there a new name for it? No, I don't think so. Whatever. Canada pre- presents the X. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Tr- tr- that's, Toronto that's where ex- I saw them. exhibition. They were, they were right next to a Ferris wheel. I'm like, this is a really strange place to be advertising a car for the first time. Yeah, well, it's their first day. <laughs> they don't know. Anyways, that ended up being the worst reviewed car of the decade. We'll get into that another day. And then, uh, yeah, they, they just have one debut. And then uh, Volvo has a Canadian debut. I'm going to guess it's probably like a new hybrid, like another one of their models going hybrid. You know what I'd love to see? Mm. I know that in episode one we talked about how the XC60 hybrid was one of the least reliable vehicles of last year. Would you like to see a reliable version? I would like to see a reliable <laughs> Volvo V70. Mm. Because I would sell everything I have and go buy one. Yeah, Volvo is like one of those weird companies where... They're super safe, but they're super unreliable. So it's like, where do you draw the line on buying one? But the V70, historically, even the newer ones, have been... And they're really nice, yeah. They're <laughs> like, so good. I would buy a Polestar. What? <laughs> God, you're getting me fired up Stop here. Stop pointing. <laughs> the, the, uh, Volvo and Polestar are having getting a divorce. Oh my God. What? Yeah. That, that can't be... That doesn't even make sense. They're pulling their Volvo's pulling their funding because Polestar is not performing. Oh, so so then Polestar is going to get most of their funding from their Chinese overlords, Geely. Who? Which is a bit unfortunate. Which honestly is fine as long as they keep the styling. They're called Geely. G E E L Y. I don't know them. Eh. They they make cars in China. Oh, okay. Probably EVs, right? Yes. As long as they keep Volvo styling. I'll be happy, but yeah, I, well, the, I won't buy one anymore. That was one of the ones that I was like really interested in because they looked really good. I liked the Polestar one. That it it so looked good, cool. and they were just like luxury on. We- 
I'm upset. I, I can I, understand why they don't sell because of they, price and marketing, probably. They didn't get the attention they deserved. Yeah. I love Polestar. Anyways, um, after that grand touring automobiles, talking about a new car brand coming to Canada called Himalaya. Hmm? It's just made, they make a 4x4. That looks a lot like the old Suzuki Jimny. <laughs> um, and then we have Zagato. Zagato's coming to the auto show. That's going to be cool. They're like a one. Usually they're they're like coach builders. So what they do is they just take a car, usually like an Aston Martin or a high end BMW, and they just go crazy with the styling. Mm-hmm. Maybe throw the picture of the Aston Martin Zagato. I'll send the picture of the one I'm thinking of because I can't remember the name. One of the most beautiful cars I've ever seen in my I, life. I think they all look great. I mean, like Zagato's they're, they're just so one good of those at what they do. Italian design brands where it's just like speaking of Italian design brands, oh. Pininfarina. Who? Pininfarina. Who? Okay, Pininfarina started out as a firm that designed cars for Ferrari. The Enzo, for example. The 458. Some of the most beautiful cars in the world were designed by Some of the most well-known cars. Exactly. They started their own car brand. Hmm. Put the Pininfarina thing up here. We need the TV, like, top here. <laughs> you know, it's up here. It's just like, I've got yeah. a picture of it right here. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, it's just right there, casually. Yeah. The editor just knows what to do. Yeah, no, I, we... Yep, the, the the news of Zagato, we got a picture of it right here. Isn't that something? Oh, yeah. Oh, so the great. whole crowd all over the studio. God you know God. what, mates? Hmm. I was just thinking. I don't thinking, like it. <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> Remember that bit with where they saw the mini and Richard Hammond was just like, look at the mini. Oh, God, his look face. Look at the sudden little face. They all look like all that. the big cars flipped me upside down and took my petrol money oh. and the dog weed on my wheel last night. Like. Do you remember that? Yeah. I don't know why I remember R- that bit Richard so much. Richard Hammond is a... He, he's underrated. I can't wait to go see him. Um, and then uh, the little car company, whatever that is. Then Infinity has two debuts. Uh, global Auto Show debut and a Canadian debut. I don't know what Infinity's even doing these days. The only car I care about is like that. They are very <clears throat> non-well-known anymore. You know Why? Ever since the G35. <laughs> no, I was going to say because Nissan's just junk. Yeah. Junk. God. And since Infinity's associated with them, even though inf- Infinity's are beautiful, from the outside only, Infinity's are beautiful. They're Nissan's. That's yeah. Why I, that's why I it, don't like them. It's I wish, unfortunate. I wish, and I you know what? Infinity's ne- being held back. Nissan is just another one of those cars where it's, it's like it was good, and then they had one bad run. Of transmissions, they're still bad. Yeah, like well, yeah, they're, all junk. They're, they're still working on that for some reason. I just cut cut your losses. They still haven't figured <laughs> but, it out. You know, it's just like I think Mazda's the only mainstream like. No, Mazda Toyota doesn't do CVT, does it? Do you think? Uh, I think they do one or two, but I'm pretty sure Mazda's the only one that's like really. They don't. Yeah, do Mazda's still on the. You the, see anything the with a Skyactiv badge? Buy it. Anyways, that's all of them. Do they all have a Skyactiv engine? I'm pretty sure they're all Skyactiv. That means they're all fantastic. Well, hey. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Genesis, we don't care. Kia, we don't care. Um, I'm kidding. They both have two. They both both have one Canadian debut each. Mm. Don't care. Must be Um, an inline. Mattel, Barbie, and Hot Wheels. First Canadian showing. I don't know what that means, but I'm excited because I love Hot Wheels. And then uh, lunch with uh, Tesla. Oh. Which just Tesla? Well, Tesla what does slash... That mean? <laughs> how do I pronounce it? Is it Faf? Oh, P-F-A-F-F. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Faf. Yeah, Faf slash Tesla lunch. The the uh, ultra-luxury car seller of Canada. And then during uh during lunch, Richard Hammond in conversation with Canadian International Auto Show. And then panel discussions with Faf Motorsports driver James Hinchcliffe, uh, Faf Motorsports general manager Steve uh, Bordalotti, mm-hmm. and Faf CEO Chris Faf. Wow. And then at 1 p.m., Media Free to Rome Auto Show. At which p.m.? One. Opportunities for manufacturers That's to That's not meet that bad, actually. A few, few hours just, like, doing their own thing. And Test then... drives available on EV Test Track and Camp Jeep. Mm-hmm. Media availability in Auto Exotica and Tribute to Ferrari. Ooh. Tribute to Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anything about me? I love Ferrari. Call me basic. I don't care. I love them. I want to go, go work for them. The, the Porsche... Um, the not the actual Porsche. Porsche wasn't there last year at the show, but... Now they're getting their own... Yeah, fi- finally. Came to their senses and they came okay. back. But but their their birthday celebration by uh, 
what is it cobble stone or cobble, cobble beach. beach yeah cobble beach last, last year. year that was nice Phenomenal. all of the vintage so porsches good. very nice so good good for those guys so let me tell you something the detroit auto show we'll take it back to that <laughs> sure that was actually always a bucket list item for me it, it was for me too i'm like george we should drive down to detroit it's only a hop and a skip away we can still do it here oh okay and here's 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 why <laughs> we'll go this year well, it's in September, so yeah, yeah, we could we could go. When when I went, obvious, it's it's called the North American International Auto Show, mm-hmm. which means that ideally you'd figure it would represent all of North America. It would be. It, all of, it all sounds of like American. the biggest auto show. It should be in North America. But from what I saw, it wasn't. There are a few reasons why I think this happened. Okay, I was just gonna ask. Number one, um. How many manufacturers pulled out? Let's ask that. Because <laughs> I, I don't know how many pulled it, out because I don't know how many are usually in. So that's all of them. I would have to say, but if anybody else follows along, um, in Canada, well, actually in in Detroit and Canada, I heard that there wasn't basically like seventy percent of the largest manufacturers pulled out. Ford pulled out, right? Last year, yeah. There was no Ford, which is usually half the show. BMW, Mercedes. All all of the Germans pulled out. Can't really remember. I I think Mazda wasn't there. I I remember it not being there because I remembered I wanted to I wanted to look at them. You're correct. Yeah. And they were gone. I can look through my camera roll. (laughs) I take a picture of every single car that's there. Um, (laughs) Even the Nissans, eh? Even that one that that was like retro with like the surfboard on top. Did you see that Nissan? That was cool. Okay. I like I like okay. looking at them. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. They, they have some. Interest. You know, I sat in the frontier. Didn't like it. It's a very Anyways, dated um, interior. <laughs> anyway, well, anyway, keep going. So, I, okay, here's 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 what happened. And I, I've been reading a lot about this. Is that obviously manufacturers do this when they stand to gain something from an auto show. And that's always, always sales, you know? Yeah. The reason why those companies pulled out were two reasons, or a combination of both. They just didn't have cars to show because of shortages. Usually they bring their top trims. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not going to bring a base model to yeah. an auto show. Yeah. No, never. Would you? If you were a car company, you wouldn't want to bring your... If it were me... Okay, I would that's bring enough. anyways. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if it were me, I would bring at least one value-based car that people are going to look at and be like that's something I can get into really easily. You know, something cheap, something that like fits everybody's needs and they're like 38 grand? I'll buy that. That depends on the brand then, I guess. But if you're if you're that's Mercedes, true. let's say, and you're going to bring an S-Class, well, yeah, you're, you're going to bring one that's fully loaded. Yeah, you're not going to skimp out on the heated seats and all Yeah, that. exactly. So that or they, they not only did they just not have the cars to show, they don't have cars to sell to begin with. So like, let's say, let's say you did bring that S-Class mm. and you had customers that wanted that S-Class. You're going to, you're going to give them a negative answer and say, they're going to be like, oh, well, how long do I need to wait for one of these? Or like, how can I order one of these? They're going to go, yeah. uh, 12 mm, months, mm, uh, uh, <laughs> like a year and <laughs> yeah. they're going to go, oh darn. And then they'll go to BMW and get a seven series. You know what I mean? And only wait eight months. In, exactly. Yeah, right. So, and this is this is actually a really big problem with only one family of brands. Interesting. Okay. Stellantis, unfortunately, they have not been known to be the last word in innovation. Let's be real. Oh, I have a story, but go they, ahead. They they came out with a story recently where where one of their spokespeople said that uh, they are reassessing their marketing strategies and their auto show strategies maybe like don't put v8s and everything because nobody's buying that more like (laughs) let's focus on what people want they didn't say this outright but i i know that this is what they're thinking they're just like we keep bringing the same stuff every single year man the the only new car that stellantis had last year was the alfa romeo tonale that's it the the hornet <laughs> and the, yeah right. it's the same car yeah yeah right? well uh, well st- yeah i guess they just would have the had same. it there but, but they the had same. both right yeah 
But yeah, well, when I was there, it was just like eh, everything looks the same. And every car I've... was in the same spot. The Rams were in the same spot. Yeah. The Alphas were in the same <clears throat> spot. Um, the Pacifica was they, in the they same They had spot. a lot of Rams. They had a lot. I mean, like, they did. And e- the Dodge Sprinter vans were even, really fun to play with. <laughs> even Haley saw it, and she's like, look at all these Dodge Rams. There was like seven of them. Exactly. And we sat in one. I just wanted to see. They're nice. Right? It was okay. Well, we sat in... I like them. We, we sat in the Refresh and the Classic. I couldn't under, I couldn't wrap my head around it. Maybe it was just an auto show model. I don't know. I sat in the passenger seat on the door where you have your window control. Mm-hmm. It had the exact panel that the driver's side has. So it has four window controls. Yeah. Mirror controls. What? It had the mirror controls. On the passenger side? On the pa- it was the exact... Are you sure you weren't seeing things? I, I pulled everyone over. I pulled my family over. I'm like, are you guys seeing this? There's mirror controls on the passenger side. They copied... They took the panel from the driver's side and put it in the passenger side. You have to admit Stellantis is... I don't know the if... The best at parts bin. I don't know if that's like... Anyone who's got a classic 1500, tell us if yours is like that or if that was just an auto show model where they yeah. just had to quickly put it together and they're I like no one will notice it. it's probably a thing because they'd have to cut a hole specifically for that and big enough right yeah not just one button which w- it would It'd a usual smaller. car would have that's so weird but anyways but so anyways so what what stellantis wanted to do was actually they want for this year to pull out of all of the auto shows but they oh did they, they're a little too late for that let me tell no, you no, they did they did even even for Canada. But, no, no, sorry. But, I, I mean, like, they're late to the game of everybody else pulled out last year, and now they're back in. Now Stellantis is like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to pull out. for out. different reasons. They oh. just don't have anything new to show. Again. Let's um, be honest. Well, they have the one Cherokees, less Chrysler there. Yeah, um, the Cherokees were all there last year. What, what, they, they well, bring... G- Jeep is there, right? I don't know who, who puts Jeep there, though. The, uh, the, the little test track. I was going to get to that. They, they did pull out of the Canadian Auto Show, but it's still going to be there and they're going to but their displays and everything and their cars are funded by local dealers. Oh. So they're losing even more money. <laughs> you know why? Because the dealers are like we already don't have enough sales happening and now you're pulling out of the Auto Show to dump our sales even more. So they're just like let's just get together try and reel some people into these cars to sell them because if people don't know they're there they're not going to buy them now let me get back to what i was going to say is that last year when i went i was in talks with one of the guys who runs a booth at the auto show okay and he said when he was talking to the ceo was that one of the major reasons why manufacturers are pulling out is because of online presence sorry well, yes. Of, of who? Brands themselves? Yes, uh, oh. of the car brands. So car manufacturers have these elaborate websites, as we talked about last episode. Yeah. Show you everything you need. You have, you know, Cadillac had, like, their live showroom going on where you can, like... It's pretty cool. Like you literally just had your full walk around of the Cadillac. Everything was shown to you. Why do people need to leave the house to go to the auto show to look at cars, right? It's no Is their thinking. Right? Yeah. But what they're not, so what the manufacturers are saying, why should we spend all this money on developing a website and transporting all of these cars, renting a booth, making a display, hiring the people to show the cars, right? Why spend all that money when your cars are already shown on the website in full view, 360, customize it any way you want, get all your prices, but what they don't understand is that a lot of people actually buy cars at the car show. Like, that's usually where people go and they say, I'm going to sit in these two cars because they're right beside each other. No, and these brands know that. That's why That's why BMW is back, for example. Well, they, they, they know just, now because they, they, they realized that last year, hey, the auto show was actually up in great numbers. <laughs> they had, like, one of their best years, right? Yeah, even though, like, the participation was at an all-time high, while participation from brands themselves were at yeah. an all-time low. Which sucked because, because participation from the brands were low meant that the auto show couldn't actually spend all the money they had to. Or wanted to to actually make their show as elaborate as it usually is. You know, on VIP night, mm. they usually have 
and even on journalist night i think they have live band they didn't have that last year really yeah oh i'm about to find out i i think you're having bare naked ladies play how how do you know that i looked it up on the website I think that's on because because that might be VIP night. Yeah, but I thought it was journalists. They kick night. us out at three p.m. No. Yeah. You get something just made a noise in the studio. Oh god! Oh my god! <laughs> Mason, <Gold>. clap. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. We we for, we got too into the conversation. We forgot our camera only records at thirty-minute intervals. Yeah, we were extremely heated by this manufacturer's very passionate on shows. about auto shows. Yeah. Well, I I mean, like it's. It's the show that everybody looks forward to, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I look forward to it. Whether you're buying a car or not. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Literally, you get... <laughs> like, I almost didn't go last year. How dare you? Well, there was Your no reason to. was there. Well, I, I had no choice but to go. You know, I was... I got a free ticket. Yeah, whatever. Which, by the way, they... they apparently, for VIP night, they only... They give out two tickets, but last year, because they were so low on funds... He gave out one. What? And I had to fight for two. For Haley to come. <laughs> oh, you got one. Hmm? Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, get, okay. yeah, I did. But I, I, I asked him. I'm like, can I get two VIP tickets? He's like, one VIP ticket or two general admission. And I think years before that, I was told that it was two VIP or four general admission. Look, look. It's, so it's, I'm it's, like... It's, <laughs> it, seems, it seems now nature is healing. It's yeah, just, it's it's get everything. It is, is because it seems like the show this year is actually really. It's got a lot more. It's got a lot more, and and uh, uh, a larger exotic presence. Yeah, which I'm very excited about. You know, <clears throat> I was talking to one of our teachers from high school. Yeah, I won't say her name. She has a Porsche. You know the one. Is it the one that changes cars every so often? Yes. Okay. So she was. I was talking to her, and she was a Porsche, a Porsche saying what. Um, Macan, Macan, oh, GTS, nice, very nice car. They're really good. But she was saying she was like, I want to go to the auto show, but they don't have Porsche, so I will not go. Because she wanted to trade up to a new Porsche, but she's like, I don't have time to go to the dealership in Toronto. It's one in Oakville, or or Oakville rather. (laughs) Well, still, she's in school. She's at the school like ninety three seven, like literally every. (laughs) <laughs> minute of the day like okay. it's she makes up her own hours it's like 93 hours a day it's ridiculous right but you know that there's people like that where like you said they do the, the the manufacturers realized that they lost out on sales because of this yep you tend to it's it's and now customer they, they realize, facing yeah. interactions you you either and you can formulate opinions on cars that you normally wouldn't be able to and so like for example i was at kia last year mm-hmm. i look Whenever I go to the auto show, I ma- any auto show, I make it a rule for myself where I don't hate anything. You visit every booth, right? I visit every booth and I sit in every possible car I, that I, I possibly I, can. And I skipped I down on Volkswagen last smell. year. <laughs> and I, in- I inhale the new car smell. It's my favorite day of the year because I get I love new car smell. I did miss Volkswagen last year too. They were sore, sore. I, I missed them. But now I drive one, so. Um, also, I was just at the dealer. Like, they don't... Atlas, Tiguan, Jetta, Taos, and GTI. Did you go to a Chrysler dealer lately? Uh, man, what are they selling? The least reliable car of the last year. They're, and they're only selling one. Ooh. Pacifica. And when I was in Detroit, I saw the Airflow concept, which they canceled, but they brought anyways. It's a really cool car. It was actually kind of sleek. I wouldn't get did, one. Did you see that Buick com- concept? All of Buick's concepts are beautiful. Well, there's only one. I don't uh, remember which. And Vista? The, the Wildcat. What? Remember, it was like a really slick two-door, big old Wildcat. Is, Wildcat is not... Buick, to me, is still a very geriatric brand. I know, and that's why they're not performing so well, which is unfortunate because Buick is actually, like, in they're my nice. mind, one of, like, the top American brands that you can buy. <laughs> let me Let me bring it down... So it's one of the top American brands that you can buy right now. I'm only going to agree with you because I can't think of any others that are... Look. Try. Style, at one point, performance, at one, price, at one value, point, and reliability. Their reliability is better than any other GM vehicle. Oh, Wildcat EV? 
Yes. Look, at one point, Chrysler was in competition with them. I say at one point. That was probably in like the 30s. That was wow, they, this is pretty. That was when they had the Sebring. Get a, get a picture of that right here. That's Wild really EV. nice. Probably when it comes in silver. I like that. But man, that's, oh, up close, the wheels are bigger than your body. It's ridiculous. That's a pretty sleek concept yeah. car. Hmm. Okay. And that's why Buick is still... That's why GM is still going is because they're, they're trying to turn people, especially to Cadillac and Buick, they're like... These aren't old people cars anymore. No, Cadillac's doing Cadillac's a job of that. are the Mercedes of America, and Buick is the infinity uh, infinity of, of America. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. I, at at one point, it was like Buick, Lincoln, Chrysler. Hmm. But in, now, in terms Chrysler, of like Chrysler, just doesn't exist anymore. They don't have sedans anymore. Luxury sedans. Why did you ditch the 300? Why? Yeah, why? I don't know. I don't Were they just not selling? I don't know. No, they stopped making them. <laughs> Probably weren't profitable. I'll cry I kept putting that, V8s I'll cry on them. They're like, episode because I love that thing. Um, the 200 was probably the thing that hurt their brand the most in recent years. Yeah. I drove one of those. It's a piece of garbage. Um, and um, Still drives, to be fair. <laughs> still drives, Weirdly, but not well. But man, yeah. Um, and Lincoln. Lincoln. Lincoln doesn't even make sedans anymore. Like as soon no, as but it, they were good. They were I'd good. I liked them, even yeah. though they were just pumped up tour Tauruses. The Continental. Oh my god. Yeah. That was nice. And I don't even really. Ones. Like up until I think they discontinued it in twenty nineteen. Is it me or is Lincoln nice. like so under the radar right now? Uh, apart from the Navigator, which is like really good it's the ford escalade that's what it is but it's it's nice it's kind of better than the escalade in some ways huh oh it is <laughs> explain yourself right now uh interior quality not uh uh-huh no uh uh-huh. no uh-huh. <laughs> i'm gonna threaten you with violence okay well it wouldn't be the first time i'm gonna take your cat listen we'll we'll talk about that one another day why not we have unlimited episodes that we can talk about, but Lincoln—they're just—they're trying really hard, Lincoln but I just logs. don't think. What are you talking about? I don't know. Look, I don't like Lincoln because I don't like Ford. I think Lincolns look good. They look yeah, great. I think they look great. They—they're very fancy, very composed. But they—they they are still see where okay. If you want to compare Lincoln to Cadillac, which you can't—is there any other ca- comparison? You can't. What do you mean you can't? That's the only Cadillac comparison. Cadillac leagues above Lincoln. Well, and, and let me say why. Okay. Because the difference between them is that Cadillac, and you say this all the time, GM knows their customers. I do. Cadillac looked ahead, and they're like, we're losing out on a customer base. Let's make sports cars. Let's gussy up these Escalades and XT5s and make things sharp and technologically advanced. And Lincoln's just still kind of like a comfy crossover Fordage type deal, you know? Yep. It can be more right. I worked at that plant. They and made both in the same factory. Can't yeah. blame them. That's normal. That's normal practice. But I wouldn't be surprised if Lincoln got into Chrysler territory where they only made the Navigator. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, like, well, I, Lincoln I, I don't see many Aviators. I don't see many Corsairs yeah, or whatever like, they're called. The Corsair is a weird one. I don't know why they make that. It's like the, the Nautilus. The Nautilus is yeah, the, a Chinese the Nautilus. only car. They're, they're only going to be putting that in China soon. Because uh, w- North America didn't need another two-row SUV that nobody's buying. Yeah. Um, also, the markup in China is insane. So they make they make so much money on those in China. They don't need to sell it here. So Buick is so big in there, right? Um, they also make the yeah the, the Corsair <coughs> for some reason, and then they. Why? I wonder if the battery's done. That sucks. Shoot. We're coming up on time anyway. What time? Like we have nine minutes. What do you mean we have nine minutes? <laughs> <laughs> we have nine minutes. We're on a time limit. What do you mean? Well, if we go fifty minutes per episode, that's. Okay, well, let's keep we'll going, so we'll and then keep going. we'll, we'll go to an hour max. They also make the that. Navigator, which is their big seller. I, well, see, I, yeah, see more, I see more Navigators than any other. Yeah. Than any other Lincoln. But for sure. I wish I saw more Continentals. Because those are nice. They were. Yeah. 
Rest in peace. <laughs> um, do we? Yeah, it's 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 lining up to be a good auto show this year. Yeah, um, the I'm auto really show. Yeah. Really <laughs> Talking about really that. Yeah. Ford I, and Lincoln I, are both coming back. Yeah. As well. so um, that's, uh, yeah, that they're going to take a a big section for sure, oh, like that they, they always, always do. They, they always do. Yeah, Ford just has the biggest. Right next to GM too. Yeah, which uh, I don't know which one I'll be going to first. Mm-hmm. GM, see. No, you'll be going to Stellantis first because that's where the entrance is. <laughs> that's how they get yeah it is yeah, exactly. that's how they get you yeah uh but yeah no it'll it'll be good what are you looking forward to the most <sighs> if you had to say i'm looking the forward variety. to the hot wheels oh <laughs> listen, listen. I'm, I, I'm not i, I kind of bypass that hot i always section. buy hot wheels when i'm at the auto show do you i even, I, even I in detroit just as a, it. no 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 you got what they have always like limited edition ones. Anyways, I'm outing myself as a nerd. Okay. Continue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you well, looking forward to the most? Uh, well, <laughs> like I just said, variety. Like I, I, I want to go and sit in different things. I want to see Mazda. I want to sit in the CX90. Are they coming? Ninety-eight percent sure they're coming. I know a Nissan Infinity is coming, which will be exciting. If they are not, then we have no reason to go because we are looking at a CX90 for a future purchase and i want to sit in one okay i'm i'm most excited to see bmw again yeah i i wouldn't mind I'm so, uh, sitting I'm in so some happy. of those i'm so happy they're coming back because it's it's been a i i the thing about the north american international auto show is that not like i'd say 80 percent of the floor as small as it is mm. you know the first level of toronto yeah. That's the entire, that was the entire Detroit Auto Show. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's like nine floors at the Canadian one. Do you know what I mean? There's like three buildings. It's, it's, there you are, take a train to get to there the There are three building. giant booths. GM, Ford Lincoln, and Stellantis. And then all of the other brands are relegated to a section that is about the size of this garage. Hmm. BMW had like two cars. Ferrari had like two Infinity had like three. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And there was a corner. I, I promise you, in the back corner, there was a Bentley. <laughs> a Bentley. A Bentley. Just, I couldn't. I couldn't tell yeah. you which one it was because it was just blocked by four other cars. Fisker is going to be at the show. Ooh, you see that? So the Fisker Ocean and the—that's the only one I can name. It's like a forty thousand dollars. Yeah, Him- Himalaya is going to be there. Himalaya is interesting. So is Mazda? I don't think Mazda's on there. Um, at the list today. You know what? <clears throat> they are not. Ah, Maserati's on there, but Mazda's Ooh. not. I hate Maserati. I'm kidding. I love them. Actually, I can't. <laughs> okay, get out of here. Like Lotus. And another. Uh, ooh. I'm excited to see them actually because now now they make like a good mix of ice and EVs. Mm-hmm. Rivian. I want to sit in a Rivian. I'm a fan. They're not bad. I like them. They're not. They're not horrible. Also in the bottom ten of the list that we talked about in episode one. Yeah. The R1T, the truck. Let's but remember the that they are like the. Th- the that R1 was like their S. first year to like come out with a truck. The R1S is gonna be the SUV. Yeah. Big thing. I saw those a lot in New York City. Yeah. <sighs> Big. I don't know how people drive those there. They're <laughs> huge. I don't, I don't know, but Rivian is probably like one of the most exciting. Electric car manufacturers that I see. I'm just so ready to get back into some Beamers, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm so. I wish. I wish one of my, one of the people that I, one of the brands I'm gonna miss the most is Mercedes. They always had a good. They're not there. They always had a good booth. Did I not just? Oh, no, no, no. Because the only M manufacturer was Maserati. Yeah. You, you, I miss. Do you? <laughs> like I know Mercedes Benz of Burlington could fund that whole booth. Oh sure. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> why? so why don't they? Yeah, <laughs> it's my question. Um, if I could the, get in the G wagon again, come on, man. Do you? Th- this is just a weird side quest. What was the hardest car to sit in at the auto show last year? Is there a right answer to this? There is for me, <laughs> and I'll tell you right now. I can't remember what it was last year, but remember the one year we went with our high school. And you sat in the Mitsubishi I, Maeve. 
the I tiny, think so. The tiny little purple car. And we yeah, tried to get yeah, you in yeah. the back, but we couldn't do it unless we put the seat in the front all the way. <laughs> oh, God. You're like, what, 6'1", 6'2", yeah, something yeah. like that? I don't even remember that car being you're, there. You're a tall guy. Yeah, And yeah. It's, it's such a... It's like... It's, not I, even, I mean, yeah, that's, it's like the that's size of this table. Two-person like, city car. Sorry, the hardest car to try and get a seat in. A Romeo and Julia. A what? No. I forgot I said that. A Tesla. Huh? Which one? All of them. Lined up out the door to to sit in a sit down in a oh, Tesla. Oh, that's what you mean by the hardest. I thought you meant it's like it's not easy to get in and out of you know. Uh, well, I'm sure they're not that easy to get. Well, no, they're comfy. But yeah, like they're okay. But no, the actual hardest one to actually get in line and have a seat in. That tells you everything you need to know. Uh, sh- what? <laughs> uh, sheeple. <laughs> like everyone's, everyone just like words, sees. Not mine. Sheeple. <laughs> everyone just like sees someone else sitting in, it and they're like, "Oh yeah, the Teslas." I heard no, about it's those. No, it's just Teslas gets way too much. Uh, anyways, they get ra- way too much recognition. Way too much recognition. They they're not. They're not. They're not the best. They're safe, but they're unreliable. They're very safe, but no, and it's just like they. I don't know. I have a few uh, ex-Tesla employees we could bring on. Oh good. Well, I I know all I need to know is that. I they actually listen to one. this podcast. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. They know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who who doesn't know these days? I I wonder if I wonder if there's gonna be a rebellion against Tesla. There there's been a lot of change internally, especially in the way that they build things. Has there so, been so enough quality, though? Is it? Are we at the point where their quality's improving? But I can say that. but yeah. But 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 is this gonna be another? I need to. I need to have a uh, find a name for this phenomena. I call it um, another another Nissan syndrome. No, let, let's call it the let's call it the Hyundai syndrome. Oh, where there but was Hyundai was never there was a let's call it a five year period where things went as bad as they could be, right? And then that ruined their reputation forever forever and ever is that going to be tesla where the last five years their interior build quality has been terrible their exterior build quality people couldn't think. drive those things they kept, i don't think so people couldn't fix them that they're they're all in fields now just rotting away because people can't people don't want to fix them people don't want to buy a used tesla so are we at that point where people, people are people used, have options now people don't want to buy used evs no, Correct. Tesla, Tesla's customers are so different from Hyundai and Kia customers. I, no, I'm I'm saying, no, but uh, people want. I, I, people I call want it the I call it the I call it the Hyundai syndrome, even though that applies to every car. There's like we just talked about um, Chevy with the key and Nissan with the CVT. Yeah, but Teslas aren't. Well, yeah, Teslas are killing people. Autopilot is. Well, no, I say I think people are killing themselves in Teslas, uh, but just uh, using them wrong. Yeah. I don't Tesla's know. Tesla's marketing it wrong. We, we we can put it that way. Tesla doesn't do any marketing. No, that's, but but they're also marketing. telling us that autopilot it's is an autopilot. It's a, they they say it's in beta. That's how they waive liability. Yeah, and they're like, it'll drive you around hands free. But you still gotta pay attention. Yeah, and people don't pay but, attention. But that's in like the little fine print on the bottom of the screen. Like, they use Apple Vision Pro while they drive. Have you seen that? <laughs> you know, have you seen the Apple Vision yeah, yeah. Pro? People, there's videos surfacing online of people driving their Teslas on autopilot using their Apple Vision Pro and just getting work done. Oh my God. Or doing whatever it is they do with those. Tesla's going to be with those the most deadliest car company against other people on the road. Mm. Because of autopilot and because of the Cybertruck, which is a 20,000 pound Death stainless machine. steel fridge. <laughs> it's like... You know, well, you one can't even call it a tank because you could punch that thing and probably dent it. D- yeah. Well, no, it's actually, like, no. They're they're pretty strong. I, I take that back. Actually. Well, no, they're they're, they're, they're videos of people they're trying to too strong. Hmm. Exactly. Their their crumple zone has been something of controversy because the front is so short. Lack thereof, right? Exactly. I and still need to do my own research of it. I I can't I can't speak to it too much. Oh, well, I'll speak to it, and that I don't <laughs> trust any Tesla. Like you, you have your things with Hyundai, Kia, Tesla is my. I don't think you have t- as Tesla is my number one. List I don't think of, you have as much hatred for Tesla as I do for Hyundai and Kia. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I I meet Tesla with 
what, positive gratitude? skepticism. A positive skepticism. What? Does that make sense? No. Like I feel it like, does, but I, I, I don't accept it. Look for 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 a young car company. They're not young. They've relative, been around like fifteen re- re- years. Relatively. With with who they're up against at the moment, they're young. Sure. Okay. They're not um, fifty years old, I guess. Th- so. I think for what they are, how they started, and what they're doing, they're doing okay, but their cars could be better. They've still got a lot. They could be better, and they could have better morals. (laughs) Like, not... You see... Here, here's where you know the the old thing about technology moving too fast, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. Tesla was the reason why, or is the reason why we have so much hands-free technology suddenly splurging out into the open where it shouldn't be. My biggest problem with Tesla is that it gives too much power to too many people. That too. That's that's that, why I remember the list. Yeah. Uh, of the the most dangerous drivers in the yeah. US. Second, do you remember where Tesla was? Second no. place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right after <laughs> Ram drivers. Yeah, and as who I almost got rendered by yesterday. Which, oh, of course, you don't, don't gotta tell me. <laughs> but like, if you drive a Ram, that's why. No, <laughs> leave it down in the comments. <laughs> um, but leave it down in the comments in your five star review. But but Tesla is like, like when you say too much power to the common man, that's the same as like the Dodge Challenger. Hellcat, right? Even though that, that that's a bit more expensive, but like it's a lot more expensive. You're, well, you're still giving like 800 horsepower. Tune up your also, tune up are, your tune up same, your your regular or cha- charge or whatever. What? Those aren't the same buyers. People want Teslas because oh, it's just electric. But it doesn't matter if the same buyer or not. You're still giving too much power to an inexperienced driver. Same with uh, same with what even a Mustang. Ex- what kind of what kind you, of 18 you, you year old is going to ask their dad for a Hellcat? Oh, the guy who's in crypto, he can buy his own Hellcat. You ever seen crypto people? Crypto people buy Teslas, dude. San Francisco freaking Bluetooth earpiece. San Fo- like, what? <laughs> buy Tesla. I don't know. I think we watch different media. Uh, probably, but um, what I'm saying is, is that Tesla isn't the only one giving too much power to the inexperienced like there's a whole lot of cars doing that you can argue that mustang's been doing that for way too long right crowds mm. <laughs> anyways blown in maybe yeah, maybe yeah. another episode we'll talk about automotive moral compasses oh god yeah thanks for listening we do sorry for right. sorry <laughs> sorry you were listening <laughs> i forgot our i forgot our camera cut out I yeah so if you're YouTube. watching this how but if you're, you're listening to this, this thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, stay tuned for next week's episode. Yeah, where we talk about probably Tesla or uh, our. I think we're going to talk solo. about. Let's talk about safety. Sure. Let, let's do a. Let's do. For get it out of the way. <laughs> a whole episode <laughs> on manufacturers and safety of vehicles and. Why not? And then we'll bring. We'll, uh, we're we're getting closer on bringing guests in. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. All right. Peace out. Jingle time. Do 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 do